Hey, just a quick message to everyone before we start this episode. Every week we're trying to make this a little bit cleaner, a little better, a little louder, trying to make it the best experience for you guys. So I just really appreciate everyone who's hanging in with us and listening as we get this going. Again, thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Brain Dead with Joe and Sarah. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. And none of that was true. Hang tight with us today, folks. We're going to be dipping our toes into a lot of different subjects. We're going to hit dementia. We're going to hit the uncanny valley and some strange things people tend to say before they die. Again, hang tight. Here we go. Don't put that in. This should not be the one. I disagree. I think this is solid gold. You don't think so? Nah, you can leave it. Go ahead. I think I will. I give my consent. So, anything fun happened this week with you? Before we get to the topic at mono well it's been it was a crazy work week and it was two days long so (laughs) how do you have a crazy work week in two days i wish i knew but i did tell me what happened it was just super busy at the end of the year if you work in healthcare in any way or you working in you know how people are yes Especially at the end of the year, it's like they don't know they have benefits until the last month of the year. Oh, you got all the crazies <laughs> just rushing in. They're just like, oh, so I have so much money and I need a crown done. And I know that you're <laughs> going to be gone for the last two weeks of the year, but I need it done now. Right this moment. Right now today. Patience and we're just like, we're like, okay. But then there's the people that are like, I just broke my tooth off and I have family pictures for Christmas. And then we're like, oh, we got to get you in. And then there's the people that are like, I am in excruciating pain. If you've ever had a toothache, yeah, you know how bad it is. You just, can feel it in your whole neck and your like, it's terrible. And I know. Just for grins and giggles, I have a whole tube of uh, Origel in my desk at work. <laughs> Just in case. I really do. (laughs) I was cleaning my door out today and found it. Yeah. So it's just been crazy. I mean, it's just how it is at the end of the year. Yeah. It's completely understandable, but it's like people lose any and all ability to reason. (laughs) People are strange, man. But it's okay. I understand the whole need to get your benefits used up because you paid for it. That's true. I mean, I'm a right now kind of guy. Yeah, but you had those same benefits and treatment plan in June, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) That's also true. (laughs) But it's just how it is every year, and that's okay. It makes for a quick week, but yeah. Well, it's it's hard to get tired of working when you're consistently, what? When you're consistently busy. You don't get bored at least. You can't get bored because even though... What I'm doing is the exact same thing over and over every day. It's a different person and a different circumstance and like different degrees of rotten tooth. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. What's that? No, 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 no. You're not just kidding. What? Um, <laughs> what's it like using that little water pick thing to just blow apart the like? That's not plaque. What is it that, that develops? Decay. Is that what that is? Yes. I mean, I hate to say it quite. This well, directly, if you're a, if you're a kid, they're cavity bugs. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about that thick stuff that builds up on people's teeth. And Tartar? Is that what it is? Yeah. I, mean, I hate to say it quite like this, but it, usually you see it with people with years of drug use, or yeah. sometimes it's on people who just, it's genetically bad teeth. Yeah, so generally, that's not something that we're going to be working with in a general practice. That's going to be like periodontal maintenance. Like, that's going to be, you're going to get numb all over. And they'll do it in like quadrants, so they'll do like your your right side upper and lower and then you'll come back the next week and do the left side because you have to be completely numb and if your entire mouth is completely numb you cannot function i was watching a tiktok where you see them they're they're working with somebody's mouth like that and they're blowing it apart and a tooth is trying to come out yeah and and the i guess doctor the tiktoker doctor tiktoker i don't know whatever the person who who put the video up said they tried to convince the customer to just let them remove the tooth and the customer wouldn't do it yeah well, you can't make them do anything. Well, yeah, of course, but you come can, on. The most you can do is like, this is your options. This is what I recommend. And then that's it. They just have to just, they just have to decide. And nine times out of 10, if you're going to the dentist, you want their opinion. That's why you're going to them. So unless it's like those special circumstances are not 
the norm in a general practice. So you're not going to a general practice with that severe of issues most time. So it's just... Do most people know that? Know what? That you're not supposed to go to general practice with major issues. You can't... You'll go there first and they'll refer you. Okay, so a referral. So like if you... Like your dentist... If you have a general dentist, like you go to twice a year for cleanings and then that dentist does your treatment that you need, like if you have a filling or something. I definitely do that. (laughs) I definitely don't skip the dentist for like five years at a time. That's not a thing I do. I'm a normal person. I don't condone, (laughs) but also not my business. (laughs) (laughs) I take great care of my teeth, though. Yeah. Well, most of the time you're going to a general dentist twice a year to get your teeth cleaned. And then at those appointments, the dentist will be like, I'm going to take a look at your x-rays and then I'm going to look at your teeth. And then they'll be like, you need this, this and this done or you're good. See you next in six months. So if you're going twice a year, you're most likely going to get your work done. That's true. Like, if you care enough to go, you're not going to just be like, oh, I love that you just got me to pay you money and that you diagnosed me, but I'm not getting that work done. See you in six months. Like, that's not what they're doing. So if you're there, you're getting it done. But if you have, like, an, an issue, like, and you're like, this is not good, but I don't normally go to the dentist, you'll just be like, call your insurance. What, where can I go? And they'll give you, like, a list or, like, You'll get, if you don't have insurance, it'll be like friend referrals. And then you'll go and we'll look at you and he'll be like, I can take care of this here. Or you need to go to perio or you need to go to ortho or you need to go to like endo. Like he'll just refer you. Is there a discount with friend referrals? Uh, no. Oh, okay. The way you said it made me think there might be. Like I know that I have two cavities, but I've had them for years and years, but they don't get any worse because I take immaculate maintenance in my mouth. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That's going to work now. But when you get older, it's just harder. Oh, I'm going to get it fixed. Yeah. I'll probably get it done in like January. My new health insurance plan has dental. If we take your insurance, you should come to where I go. I know it's far, but. Come to Hiram? Smyrna. No. Smyrna? Yeah. Douglasville? I don't know. Smyrna. <laughs> you can cut it out if you need to. <laughs> I mean, Smyrna's a big city. That's true. What's been going on with insurance? Nothing. Nothing's going on in insurance. <laughs> I deal with a lot of people who don't want to pay their bill. Are people like, is this also an issue for insurance? Like, what? are they like, what benefits do I have? Da, 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 da. Or do they, does that affect day. you? I know, but does it get worse at the end? At the end. At the end of the year. Oh, no. Insurance is based effectively. You, you It's a six-month contract. So any day you start it. So you start at June 15th. It's going to run June through December. and then, Or I guess it'd be June through January. And then January through June, it's 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 whenever you start it. It's not end of the year stuff. Our stuff is every month. It rolls in for renewals or. Is new that business. just y'all, or is that like? No, it's insurance in general for for auto. Then what's no? Oh. Auto, home, health, whatever. It's all. It's well, health is health is pretty much January one nowadays. But yeah, it, it's not that way at all for any for anything property else. And casualty. Yeah, if you can live in it, ride it, or drive it ride it or drive it it's not that way it's just whenever you start it is when it's based on well health insurance is a booger is not that simple i suppose yeah well i don't know it's it's pretty simple in that it starts the first of the year every year yeah but people like to act a fool well often i get calls going i didn't know i had a bill due bud (laughs) bud you pay every month what made you think last month was special well what I mean by that is, at, on one hand, I understand pe- lots of people are afraid of the dentist. Lots of people. It's like a phobia that's very widespread that I personally do not understand. I just don't go to the doctor in general. But, like, I don't like heights and I don't like enclosed spaces. Like, yeah. it makes me feel like my palms get sweaty and I start to panic Knees if I weak. feel like I can't. My mom is spaghetti. If it feels <laughs> like I can't escape if i don't have an escape i don't like it so so i understand the feeling of panicking for reasons that are not logical because like obviously i can open the door like i have a functioning hand like i can just open the door and leave (laughs) but it's not like my brain doesn't remember that and it just panics so i understand having a phobia that just really doesn't make sense if you think about it so putting it off until the last minute is something i am very much are I, you a professional procrastinator? Oh, um, yeah. 
I do that. So I completely understand, but it's quite frustrating <laughs> to be on the other side of that, having a the same amount of hours in the day, but twice as many people needing help now. Oh yeah. And obviously I want I want everyone to be able to get in. Like if you're actually having trouble and it needs to be fixed and it's like last minute, there's something you can do. I genuinely feel for you and I want you to be able to get in, but this is not always the case. Yeah. And they're just like, I know that you told me this six years ago, but it needs to be done now. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, I had a root canal done when I was like, I don't know, 17. And when I went back, I think it was, I don't know, two weeks, a month, whenever you're supposed to go back and get the temporary crown, mm-hmm. I went back for that and they had lost it. And then they said, come back in a week and we'll have another one. I said, groovy. So I came back in a week and they had lost it again. So they said, come back in two weeks. And I went, no, I don't trust you. And I never <laughs> went back. So now, now I have a root canal where there's just like teeny tiny little, like one, let me feel. There's a teeny tiny little piece of tooth sticking out. Like It's sh- still in there? Oh, yeah. And it's been 13 years. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. You can poke it. You need to, that's not a thing that you need to be doing. <laughs> Why? I mean... I've had it forever. I can crunch Doritos with this block of bone right here. Uh, <laughs> if I had known that, I would have not... I just would have told you to go to the dentist a long time ago, friend. No, I got they said I'd have to go to an oral surgeon. Yeah, you would, because it's probably in your nasal cavity. Yeah, it is. It causes a lot of sinus issues. <laughs> yeah, man. I know. You need to get it taken care of, but that's just not my problem. I can feel it behind my left nostril. Yeah, because it's probably in your nasal cavity. It is. I've seen the x-ray. Yeah. You n- it's like... It's a claw. Can you imagine how much better you could breathe? <laughs> and you will never, <laughs> you'll not ever know until you get it fixed. That's true. That's true. I don't know. One day it may come. Yeah. So I don't really have illogical fears. Like, I don't like heights, but I'll face them. I, I, I don't know what to tell you on that one. It's not really my area of faltering. It just is weird because I love roller coasters. Maybe I do, and I just haven't known what they are yet. <laughs> Like, I like being spooked. Yes. I enjoy it. Yes. But, like, we went to, um, I don't know where it is, but there's, like, an Indian burial ground in Georgia that you can, like, go visit. And there's, like, a museum, and you can, like, visit, and, like, there's the... Isn't that in Cartersville? I have no idea. There's Indian mounds in Cartersville. Yeah, and you can, like, visit them, and they have, like, the mound that they built. Yeah. There's, like... For worship. There's a ton of mounds. In and you can like go up it. It's like super rickety stairs. And it's very high up. And there's like no railing because it's just a grass mound. And I don't love heights, but it's not my biggest thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't really bother me. But if I get to looking around, it, it'll freak me out a little bit. But my sister, the little one, the baby. Yeah. Can't handle it. The one that's tough as nails. Yes, that's the one. (laughs) The one that tackled you and took, was it your dad's phone? Yeah. Yeah. So she didn't have to do dishes that she doesn't do anyway? Yes, that's the one. Because she's seven? Yeah, that's the one. Um, She scream cried as my dad carried her up the mound because she wanted to be at the top, but she didn't want to walk up it. (laughs) What? She was too afraid to walk up the stairs, but she couldn't be left out of the fun, which... I understand She's hilarious. That. Oh, yeah. She went around with me to, on my errands this evening before we went to dinner. And I, w- I went to the grocery store that I used to work at, and I saw one of my coworkers that I was close with. Yeah. Because you know how grocery stores are. Like, the, yeah. it's in and out staff. Right. Because it's like high school kids. Yeah. But he's in college. He's older than me. So he's still there because he's still in school. And I was like, hey, I haven't seen you in forever because I like to avoid that store because it's just like. Awkward memories? I just don't like it. I don't know why. I'm just weird about stuff like that. Were you like that before you worked there? While I worked there, I didn't like going in if I wasn't working that day. I worked at a movie theater and I always felt bad if I went to a movie while other people were working and I was off. I'm like, bro, I'm off. And I would get free movie tickets. I was allowed to do it, but I felt bad. Well, like, I would be... That's an American culture thing, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. You go to, like, Greece. If if they want to take time off, you'll email them, and the email comes back with an automatic response. Hey, oh. I'm gone hiking for the summer. Oh. Uh, I'll email you in three months. That's Talk to someone crazy. else in my office. Yeah. American culture has, has really structuralized, industrialized 
like basically slavery. <laughs> um, they've gone, this is how you're going to work. And if you don't, you should feel awful about it. And people don't even realize that's what's going on anymore. The notion of slaving away all of your days, all of your hours has become normalized here. And it's bizarre because what, okay, this will actually <laughs> flow over into one thing we're going to talk about today. Things that people tend to say as they're uh, fully aware that they're going to die. These okay. are not necessarily just their last words. So we're going to talk about some last words. Oh, before words. you say that, I want to finish my story so people don't get mad at me. Go for it. Um, so I took my sister with me and I was talking to one of my coworkers that I genuinely liked from when I worked at Ingalls. Yeah. And I haven't seen him in a while because I try to avoid there because it makes me uncomfy. And I was talking to him and like joking and like talking to him about like what's been going on because I haven't seen him recently. And my sister was like, Sarah hurt her back. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> she did not tell yes, this man you hurt your back sneezing. She did, no, she didn't tell him that. She just went, Sarah hurt her back. <laughs> and he was like, oh no, what happened? And I was like, um, I hope he finds this podcast. I was like, I said, I have old sports injuries and they were aggravated from the cold and rain. And then I sneezed wrong and pulled a muscle. And he was like, Sarah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know. He's only slightly older than you, but he was genuinely disappointed that you hurt yourself <laughs> he sneezing was like, he was because he has sports injuries too like his shoulders messed up like every time it would rain and we would both be working we would be like oh uh, like i would be like my knee and he would be like my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> and he's like early 20s so we're clear you're talking about injuries and going to the doctor you know the last time i went to the doctor um, when I cut my fingers off four I to, years ago. I had to make a doctor's appointment today because I ran out of allergy medicine and it's prescription. That's right. And she has to do a check on me to make sure that I'm like my blood pressure is fine because if you take too much allergy medicine, it apparently messes up your blood pressure. Yeah. And if you have any kind of heart issues or blood pressure issues, they won't let you take most allergy medicines. Yeah. So I have to go and she has to do a physical on me so I can get a new inhaler and new allergy medicine. Because if you didn't know, I have severe allergies that cause asthma. Because that's just the way my life is. (laughs) (laughs) I like when people go, I have asthma. I say that all the time. I got the eczema. I I say that. (laughs) You got dry skin? No, I got eczema. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what is the, um, you sent me a meme. It was like a gothic style painting, but it was an asthma joke. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> no. It was like Vlad the Inhaler. And it was oh, so that's right. Funny. It was Vlad the Inhaler, the guy that yeah. uh, Dracula's yeah. uh, a knockoff of. Uh, <laughs> except he was painted as an inhaler. Yeah, with it his was face like on an it. inhaler with a gothic style <laughs> painting of him, like badly photoshopped into it. It was really funny. And then another one of our friends sent me one that said, what, I don't understand people with asthma. Just breathe. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm trying. I'm doing my best (laughs) so so you'll talk about breathing so i've been doing this thing recently in the car we're driving down the road it's christmas season right i'm going walking around the christmas tree but instead of singing normally it's like come they told me where i'm breathing in i know (laughs) but we'll be driving down the road and i go the first Noel, because I'm just breathing in while I sing, and it's oh, it's it sounds terrible. But Jess made a, a I think she shot a, a Snapchat and sent it to some people, and then she made a short video just so that she could keep it to show the kids later to show them how dumb their dad is. Even though they were in the car, losing their minds <laughs> laughing, they thought it was the best thing in the world. I remember what I was talking about for once. Go ahead. So we're talking Proud about you. Go ahead. <laughs> talking about how America has kind of made the culture a working culture. You got to get up, go to work, go home and die. That's pretty much yeah. that's the whole schedule. Uh not leaving a lot I of I shouldn't feel bad at the age of 19 to ask off work for being sick. Why it's not do like we feel my, bad asking off work? But it's not like my employer cares. Like I went to work with my back hurt, like as I was saying, I hurt my back being old. And he was like, go home. I'm in the same box. (laughs) He was like, go home. Do you need a prescription for like medication? And I was like, no, but I also really don't want to go home. I'm just going to use this TENS unit as I work. And he was like, get out of my office. (laughs) I had a TENS unit attached to my back as I was working with patients. And he was like, please go home. 
And I was like, if you insist, but like, I don't really want to. And he was like, please go home. And I was like, okay. At my old job, I had a 102 degree fever, 102 point something. They took my temperature and asked if I could stay. <gasps> no. I didn't even clock out. I just walked out of the door. When I because that's yeah. well that's that's just kind of what the culture has grown into be is people have stopped being people in the workplace and I understand these companies have stuff they need to get done but trust me I'm not the guy you want working heavy machinery if I've got 102 degree fever and my yeah. brain is swimming so yeah I'm not good with segues so that <laughs> culture has kind of put people in the mindset of I have to work until I die but one of the most common things especially for men to say before they die is I wish I hadn't worked so much because they've spent all their years working trying to fulfill the the needs and the wants of their employer without spending as much time as they wanted with their families with their kids with their spouses with their loved ones in general what is the point of money if you're not free enough to spend it yeah that's a good question I would rather have less money and more free time yeah Broke isn't necessarily a bad thing. I saw a post on Facebook that said, if you want to know how wealthy you are, count all the things you have that money can't buy. That's a good point. But it's no point to having money if you're just at work all the time. You can't even spend it. And then you go home and you're just dead. Yeah. It seems most of the time the jobs like that, you don't really make as much money as you need to survive anyways. Or if you do, it's just barely enough. Yeah. I don't know. There was a list of things that people said. Hold on. You have it? Yeah, I got it right here. Um, on this list, it's the five top regrets of the dying. So I kind of want to go over them and maybe talk about each one. So the first one was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life that others expected of me. Is this what we saw the other day on Facebook or is it something different? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. When were we over here looking on Facebook? It was like... Top five regrets or something like that. Is this the same? You no, this is this is um, basically it was done by an, a hospice service. Okay. So it said, "I wish I had to live. I wish I had lived. Oh my word! I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the one others expected of me." We spend a lot of time worrying about what other people think about us. Yeah, even if you don't want to, you still do. Especially when you're young. Yeah. Like high school age? Why did we spend all of high school worried about what other people thought about us when they did not think about us? Except, it. I don't really know what was going on. Because I decided to just, I cared so much. And then right at the end, I kind of figured, figured out that they didn't care as much as I did. So yeah. why are you stressing? That's what I'm saying. Why did we spend so much time not realizing that no one else cared as much as we did? But as I had that realization two or three years ago now, I still have to like catch myself caring too much. It's weird, right? Like I, it's like you can't stop yourself. Right. I don't know what it is. Like I'm. It's programming. It's, it's social programming. Crazy. Is what it's called. Like I like it's almost like I have no control. You don't. I mean, not <laughs> not a ton of it. Not until. I mean, you're going to have to work to get rid you of would that have, thought. I, you just have to be would constantly aware. That's pretty much it. That's, but that's all like you can do. But it's hard to do that. I'm just going to be honest. It's yeah, not yes. going to happen 90% all the of time. the time you're walking around on autopilot. Yeah. Because it's just easier. Like, you're doing the same thing you did yesterday. Right. Which is another thing that's odd to me. It feels not natural to be in such a routine that if something is slightly off on that routine, your whole day feels weird. You know? That's why driving hypnosis is a thing. We run the yeah. same paths every day. I'm pretty sure I could just about take a nap and my body would take me to work. Yeah. It would even know when the lights are red. It's That's a very spooky thing. It is. But I don't know. Um, it's like a collective issue that everyone needs to work on. I feel like. Even if you're past it, sometimes I feel like you're still going to get caught. Everyone gets caught in it. It's, yeah. Um, so number two on the list is the one we already talked about. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. So. If you spend your life physically exhausting every joint in your body, then you're going to spend your final years hurting yeah. in all of those joints. Yeah. 
you spent your life working hard to make other people's life easier, and now your body's giving out on you because you worked so hard to make everyone but else more working comfortable. hard to like just survive. That's different. If that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. Yeah. That's not what I feel like this is talking about. I feel like this is talking about, like, I work a nine to five in an office. Yeah. And then I get there at eight and leave at 7.15 every single day. I'm, I'm constantly on call. So even if I'm home, I'm still working. Really? No, you're not listening. Oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you got to leave that in because that's ridiculous. <laughs> I was clueless for a second. I didn't realize you were. I'm going to. I'm going to just reiterate, I feel like this is not the people that are working to survive. This is the people that have what they need to survive and feel the need to have more. And constantly allow themselves to and be pulled into like, work have the work phone constantly on, have no. it attached to their hip. Like, like if you need me anytime, <laughs> you can just reach me. No. If it's 5 o'clock, I'm leaving. If you want to reach me. I'm not Kim Possible. <laughs> I actually got a second number from Google. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get it. It's on it's Google Voice. You can download it as an app. It gives you a free second phone number, and it runs through your current cellular service. Uh, it'll also work over Wi-Fi. I give that out to customers if they need to text me or call me during the week. And if you call me on a Saturday, I'm flat out just going to stare at my phone. <laughs> I will not be answering that because my Saturdays belong to my family. Yeah. I have a wife and two children, and they are wonderful, wonderful creatures. And I intend to give them as much of my life as possible. Not so, some dude named Kevin who decided to go buy a Mercedes on Saturday and cannot figure out the one eight hundred number because apparently he doesn't know how to use Google. So one of my favorite movies of all time is Ten Things I Hate About You. And nothing about the entire plot of the movie has anything to do with this, but the main character's dad, she's like wanting to go to school on the East Coast and they live in California, and he's like you don't know what you want. And by the time you figure it out, you'll be too old to like it. <laughs> like, okay. if you don't, if you can't figure out what you want, which isn't true because you know what you want in the moment, it may change. It yeah, will change. Yeah, definitely. But you will. still know what you want to do right now. What is the harm in just doing it? I'm talking like I will, but I'm saying <laughs> if you, this is the motivation you need, use it. Like, the, the next one was, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. <laughs> no joke. That's number three. So that's what you're so into. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't struggle. Stri- struggle. Struggle. Did I have a stroke? You just had a struggle. Struggle. That's the word, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't struggle with that one. When I have feelings, I tend to just look at you and say them and just in general to people I know. And I am not going to be the most tactful person. I can try. I strive to be. Uh, the Bible says we should season our speech with grace, and so that's what I try to do. But it's it's not a strong suit of mine. I tend to I tend to speak a little more directly, just because that's the way that I think. That's the way that I process. And so sometimes when I have something to say, and I think it might hurt your feelings, I will look at a person and go, "I'm so sorry," but I. I, I'm I so need, sorry, I but... I need you to tell me the nice way to tell you that your breath smells really bad. I mean, I won't say... That's not one that I've used, but, I mean, you know, that's kind of that's an extreme That's the gist example. of it. Yeah, it's more So, of a, I will... If your breath stinks and you're in my space, I will find a way to leave before I find a way to tell you. But... I'll hand you some gum. <laughs> and, and then people are like, no thanks. And then I just kind of... You know, that weird little grin that you show that means, please take it. Yeah. And they go, oh. The little, like, this isn't a request. This is a, please do. Take it. <laughs> this or is I'm for leaving. you. This like, is a take it or leave it. You either this take is it a or present. I'm leaving. <laughs> but, like, before I make you, even though it probably won't make the other person uncomfortable, it would make me feel uncomfortable. So I will just not. I remember one time in ninth grade when a guy named Kevin told me that my breath smelled bad and I asked him for gum and he said he didn't have any. So I went out and I swished water around my mouth, hoping it would work. And I thought about how bad my breath was the entire day. (laughs) I don't know, man. People saying crazy stuff to you hangs on forever. Also, I have a toothbrush and toothpaste and floss in my car. I do too. And and a pack of wisps. And in my camper, I I have a spare toothbrush in there. I have an electric toothbrush in the bathroom as well as a pack of backup toothbrushes. So I'm not, this may not have been the best example, but you get the gist. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking from two people that care 
Maybe too much. Maybe. <laughs> like, maybe. Like, my sister makes fun of me because I'll be like. You religiously care for your teeth. My teeth feel weird. Like We've done this at the same time where I've looked at you yeah. and like, oh, man. And you're going, I need to brush my teeth. I'm like, I was thinking the same I thing. I have no other way to explain it, but it feels like there's a film. Yeah. But it's like mainly if I drink a lot of coffee, I can feel like I've just drank some coffee. Yeah. Coffee and then soft drinks do the same thing to me. Yeah. Soda. Or if it's like Soda pop. a candy. <laughs> I don't really like candy because I don't like how it makes my teeth feel. Mm, yeah. Which is like. It makes my gums feel greasy. I don't know how to explain that. That's Am I wrong? very specific. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. The next what one. What were we talking about to get there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was moving on. <laughs> the next one says, I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. I don't feel that. I just. I, I like a great deal of people. I, I find people interesting and, and I like to know what's going on with them. I like to hear the updates. I'm not big on small talk. So trying to tell them what's going on with me just probably isn't going to happen. I'm intrigued by them, but I don't feel the need to keep in touch with people. Uh, now, everyone that's listened to this knows that I'm talking to a redhead named Sarah. But in high school, my best friend was a redhead named Sarah. She was this teeny tiny little thing, and we talked maybe once every, I don't know, four to six months. I don't really have the need to keep in touch with people day to day to day. It just isn't, it's never been how I function. That's not, it's not going to hurt my feelings to not speak to you every day. Right. But I don't know when you're the type of person that's okay with that. I don't know unless you just tell me. Yeah. And people don't I, do I that. I feel like you can usually, you can feel it. I know, but I, like, when I, I'm more likely, okay, I feel like you can psychoanalyze this if you want to, but I am more likely to talk to a stranger one time and then never again cause, and be completely content with that. Yeah. Than have a, like, super close best friend that, or requires all of my attention every day because i'll forget and then feel so bad that you're upset and if i'm feeling bad that you're upset and you're upset that's just no good because i don't know how to help people who are upset like that like if you're too sad at me i don't know how to help you so i'll just too sad at me yeah like if i've hurt your feelings but i didn't understand why or how i've done that you got to just explain it. That Yeah. Okay. So I've seen that over and over and over and over, or whatever, in infinitum on every social platform from television to Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, people talking about how guys don't understand. My man better know why I'm mad. No. No. Communication is key. I need to know what's going on. If I wounded you, I need to know how I wounded you. I know I need to know how bad it was. I need to know what it was about what I did that actually wounded you. Because if what I said was, hey, you left your shirt on the floor, pick it up. If you had a terrible day and that shirt got put there because you were avoiding doing something else that was going to make your day worse and me mentioning it brought it up, I'm not going to know that. I need context, man. When I hurt people's feelings, I, I, I really do need to be told. I need the list checked off or else I'm not going to know how to fix it. Like most of the time I can tell if your feelings are hurt. Yeah. But I don't know, always know if it's my fault or if you're having a bad day and I just agitated you or you're just upset that I, day. I have learned to ask. Well, you've experienced this a great many times. Are you upset? I'm grumbly. Okay. I'm grumbly. Did I do something? <laughs> What? No. Okay, look, I don't know that. That's why I'm asking. But I can't be mad that people don't tell me why they're mad because I'm not going to tell you why I'm mad. Why? I don't know because it doesn't really matter. I'm going to eventually get over it and I would just... What if I made you mad? Would you tell me why you were mad at me? Yeah. So you're talking to people in general, not the person who actually upset you. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But sometimes people are just having a bad day and they don't want to explain that to you. They're just having a bad day. They can say that. I'm having a rough day. I know, but like, what's wrong? Nothing. That's a real answer that I'm going to give you. If I'm having a bad day just because I'm, I was just not doing good that day, like I'm just tired or like 
Just go, I'm not having a good day. I just irritated my own self that day. I'm just straight up not having a good time. I mean, (laughs) give an answer other than I'm fine. That's, that's awful. How do you expect people to know or or to be careful around you? If you just say I'm fine, that's a lie. But it, it's not like I'm fine right now. It's like, I'm going to be fine. Objectively. I'm okay. Like I am fine. I'm just being dramatic. Like, is that a better answer for you? Nothing's wrong. I'm just being dramatic. Yes. That's a much better answer. It's a better answer. I'm telling you, look. People in general do not look. Okay, you talk to women. I've and, done it before. And, and if, <laughs> and if, if <laughs> a time or two, <laughs> every single one of my siblings are female. Um, my dog is female. <laughs> And your dad is patient. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the understatement of the century. That man. (laughs) (laughs) He's a precious soul. Wait, what were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I talked to women and then I said, I've done it. (laughs) Okay. So when a woman looks at another woman and goes, what's wrong? And then she's returned the answer i'm fine she reads that crap she knows exactly what was just said to her she knows there's context that she's not getting and and what she hears is i'm having a rough day and i don't want to talk about it but if a man says what's wrong and a woman says nothing a man goes that didn't sound right but she said nothing how do i we don't we're not okay consider but it depends on the person Uh, well for the yeah, most but part. if I know you, like if you're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just grumpy. And I say nothing. I'm not lying to you. It's just nothing. Well, why not go nothing? I'm just grumpy. Because you can see that I am grumpy. <laughs> Look. No, no, no. Men are illiterate no, when it comes to the language of women. Simply, that is not a gender thing. If you're grumpy, you're grumpy. And there should, there could be no reason for it's it. It's okay to go, I'm grumpy. But if I, you can see with your eyeballs and I'm grumpy and I say, and you say, what's wrong? And I say, there's nothing wrong. I have said what I meant. There is nothing wrong with me. Move but there on, obviously man. is. But there's not. There's no reason for it. It's just how I am. I didn't say you had a good reason. I just said there's something wrong. But I don't think if I don't have an explanation for myself, you do not get an explanation that's like, problematic. Like, that's, there's that's no not, way. That idea is not going to serve you well in the future. But if I can't answer the question for myself, how am I to answer your question? I don't know. I'm just grumpy. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just grumpy. What's wrong? I don't know. I'm just having a bad day. These are different questions, not a line of questions. If I say what's wrong, or if I say, are you okay? And you go, I don't know. I'm just grumpy. I'm not going to say what's wrong because you just answered me. But if someone goes, what's wrong? And you go, I don't know. I'm just having a bad day. Cool. That's a good enough answer. There's also times where people are like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. What's wrong with me? I didn't know. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware there was something wrong with me. Is there a particular reason you're being... Oh, no. I wanted to say pumpernickel, but that was the wrong <laughs> word. <laughs> Is there a particular reason you're being preposterous? There... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were trying to say. Obviously that, not pumpernickel. That made it so much funnier. Because <laughs> I was just about to say, are you being a type of bread today? <laughs> and then you said preposterous like that was the correct following for the word pumpernickel. Oh, pumpernickel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So I think I think we've That's worn out hilarious. the things that people say before they die because we can't stay on subject. <laughs> I want to talk about dementia. Okay. Have you ever dealt with anyone with dementia? Yes, I I have. I work in a specific field that there's lots of dementia patients that we have to work with, and it's really sad because it's like working with a child but stronger than they need to be. But they're grown. Yeah. Like lot like they fall a lot. Yeah. And then they come in, they're like like if you fall and you're old and you've landed on your face, you're going to need to get your teeth checked. Cuz yeah. that's just they're not as strong as they were when you were young. So you just they just come in to be like make sure my teeth are okay and then we just got to check and then they 
it's just really sad because they don't really know what's happening. There's usually like a kid, their kid is with them or like their grandchild or like a caretaker. And they're struggling to take care of them. You know, in America, yeah. if you're over the age of 80, your chance of getting what is considered Alzheimer's dementia because there are multiple types yeah. is actually at 50%. Huh. You know, Alzheimer's is not the only type of dementia. Yeah. And you know, dementia is kind of an all-encompassing term yes. for just mental decline. Yeah. So there's actually a type called vascular dementia that tends to happen to people who have had strokes because the it also happens to people with high blood pressure, and that puts you at a greater risk. If you have high blood pressure, hypertension, any kind of heart troubles puts you at a higher risk of dementia. Um, it's basically they think that the smaller uh, capillaries in your brain mm-hmm. are just not able to carry enough and so your brain just kind of starts to shut down from lack of the ability to be used and so it effectively atrophies and function at so least. that's why older people like my grandparents they're in their i think my grandfather is just 90 i think he just turned yeah he 90. just turned 90 in september i believe i could be very wrong but i don't think so Um, and then my grandmother is in her eighties. Yeah, but she's about as sharp as a knife. They both are. The only he just he can't hear. Me. He tickles He me so just much. can't hear. Other than that, he's totally fine. It's because she like imagine she manages that man. Though. She does. She, they go on walks every single day. And she she makes sure he doesn't put too much butter on his biscuits. And then he does anyway. And she's like, "Don't put any more butter on these." I don't know if I've talked about this. But if you ever go and spend the night with um, the grandparents, yeah, she makes biscuits, or he will make chocolate pancakes, which is a delicacy. But if she makes the biscuit, it's more than likely that she's going to make the biscuits. So she'll butter it, like cook them and put butter on them, and then put them in the like warmer. She has a little like toaster oven that you can put on a low setting just to keep them warm. Yeah. And she'll be like, they have plenty of butter, which is, don't put any more butter on these biscuits. Ooh, wait, wait, I wait, 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 wait. The drawer at the bottom of your oven, did you know it's not for pans? It's actually a warming drawer? Yes, I know. Now everyone else does. <laughs> okay, continue. But her saying, I already buttered these biscuits, doesn't mean, hey, just so everyone's aware, there's already butter. It's, please do not put any more butter on these biscuits. <laughs> I already did it. But it's Southern. So it's, hey, I already buttered the biscuits. And then he's like, give me that butter. And you're <laughs> like, yes, sir. And he puts so much butter on the biscuits that they turn yellow. They bleed. They turn yellow. And if you squish them, your finger becomes greasy. <laughs> <laughs> when she says I already buttered the biscuits, that's like when parents go, okay, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm not telling you I'm going to the bathroom because you need to know that I'm going to potty. I'm telling you I'm going to the bathroom so you understand if our children explode in the next five minutes or however long I'm on the toilet, that's on you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not, she'll go to like fix her hair or like, yeah, do whatever grownups do to get ready in the morning. Do whatever, you're an adult now. But not really. (laughs) So like, I don't know what you do after you're really a grown up. Like she's really a grown up. She just goes to her bedroom and like does stuff and then she comes out. What I don't do you know. Do? I go to work or yeah. I don't get ready. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, wait. We're talking about dementia. Let's take a break and talk about this. No one ever tells you that you cannot feel age happening. I guarantee, aside from being deaf, your great grandfather at ninety years old still has the same brain he had when he was 19. It is astounding yeah. how you don't feel the years passing. There's an old saying, it's days are long, but years are short. Yeah. It's because the years because fly Because it's true. By. I remember graduating from high school like it was two weeks ago. I promise you. Me too. I can still, I can still feel the weight. Of, well, yeah, for you. <laughs> I can still feel the weight of my backpack. See, I can feel the boredom of sitting in uh, AP Psych and just realizing that I've been given a test that only says put your name on it because the teacher has been going read all of the directions before you take your test to screw with everybody yeah it was a moment ago and no one tells you how slowly everything changes so I've only noticed my face aging in the last year but all at one time I I felt like every single day 
is so slow. Just drags and drags. Days but, are long. But then at the end of the day comes and I'm like, where did the day go? Years are short. No, but and in the moment, I'm like, will this day not end? And then I get to the end of the day and I'm like in my bed about to go to sleep. And I'm like, good grief. I just woke up. What happened? So did you know that one of the signs of dementia is loss of time? I don't have dementia. <laughs> at I least just, not that you remember. I just have a bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't remember things unless it's like milestone things. This but, is, I'm going to tell a joke. It's in bad taste, but I'm going to do it anyways. Okay. There's this old story about an old man who goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, I got bad news, and I got worse news. Oh, he says, what's the bad news? He said, you got cancer. He said, oh, no. What's the worst news? He said, you got Alzheimer's. The man goes, oh, man, at least I don't have cancer. So this is a good time to plug our TikTok, because I'm pretty sure that's on there. <laughs> oh, no, it's not, but it will be. Yeah, it is. It's on my TikTok, not ours. No, you double posted. Oh, it. did I? Yeah. Check the out our TikTok, Brain Dead PC Twenty One on TikTok. Also, for future episodes, feel free to shoot us an email anytime at braindeadpc two one at gmail dot com. Address it to Joe or Sarah or both. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Ask us questions or send in requests or whatever you want to do. If we hurt your feelings, feel free to let us know. We'll either laugh at you or consider what you said. We're not sure yet. It depends <laughs> on what offended you. Oh, dear. So with dementia, <clears throat> you often find that the decline starts really slowly. But there are a ton of things that make it just kind of beef up. I mean, it, it'll jump well, huge stages pretty quickly. And it starts so slow. It's usually they start forgetting words. And my grandfather had Alzheimer's. That was the type of dementia he had. And it, it, it was dreadful to watch him go through. This man that had always been so sharp. I was riding in his truck with him, a truck that I ended up getting, and he turned the wrong way down a road, and it scared me because it wasn't a back road. This is the main road through town, and he turned the wrong way. Oh, like on, I, into oncoming traffic? Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I said, Papa, and he, he pulled over, and I got in the seat and drove us back home. That was the day that it really set in that something was wrong, and that my family was talking about it, and I was just too young to have realized, hey, something's up until that, and then I... I don't know. When you're young, you almost seem to be in a haze of I'm the only one that exists. Yeah. Your field of vision is so exclusive to you. Perspective is small. So I'm extremely aware of this about myself. And it's not like I realize, but in the moment, it's very much difficult to focus on everyone around you. Like sometimes I'll just watch. But most of the time, I'm not paying any attention And then I'll get back at the end of the day, like reflecting. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I just there's just something that doesn't click in the moment. And it's just because, like, I'm young and I know that eventually it will change. But right now I'm just aware that sometimes I don't pay attention to anybody but myself, which I don't love. But I'm not it's not like. To hurt others, it's just because I'm not paying attention. I think part of that is because your brain's not even fully developed until you're 25. Yeah. It's just... I often wonder if we're walking around in a fog because the physical abilities of our brain just have not had time to develop yet. Yeah. Well, I don't about me, but about young people. But there's also different, like... Being self-aware that you don't have self-awareness feels very strange. Yeah. Because I am very self-aware that I am not self-aware. And people don't normally talk about it. But I, I remember just dreading any time I thought about that when I was younger. It, it, it encouraged a feeling of it dread. It frustrates me that I'm not self-aware in the moment. And it's weird because you feel like everyone else is. Well, I know that most people are. Because I, there's like, I people have you told know? me. Like, I know that other people are self-aware in the moment because... I, people, they tell me, they're like, hey, I noticed this. And I was like, I didn't even notice. Uh, everyone's critical of themselves. That's kind of a baseline thing. No, that's not what I'm saying. There's people that know what's going around on around them in the moment. Yeah. And I will only figure it out later. As an adult, that's usually kind of the go-to setting. Our default, our autopilot, is watch everything around you and protect yourself and those around you. As a teenager, 
you don't have that, and it's astounding. Except I feel like everyone but me had that. Why? Why is that? What did you just say to me? <laughs> I'm so sorry. So as an adult, your default setting is I know everything that's going on around me. Yeah. I'm aware of it. That's the yeah, default setting. I gotcha. But as a teenager, that's not a thing. No, you you're not. You just kind of swim around in your own head. You're but, really doing your, I'm really doing my best though. I don't know if everyone's trying their best to pay attention to others. I always felt like everyone besides me was able to pay attention to everything around them and the fog it's not frustrated true. me. That's I not know, true. but it felt like it at the time. But I don't know if it's good or bad that I am aware of the issue. I don't know if that's more helpful or harmful. <laughs> it's got to be more helpful in the long run, but right now it's very unfortunate. I don't know, man. It's a phase you grow out of. It's it's kind of bizarre. It doesn't uh, make it any more fun. <laughs> so imagine what it feels like getting to the age where dementia starts to set in. And the difference between being young and being old is when that fog sets in when you're old, you've had years without the fog. What yeah. do you think it feels like to walk into that fog? You probably don't realize. I'm sure they realize. I but talked to my grandfather you don't realize all the time. No, it, well, you're never going to realize all the time. That's what it is now for you. Being as young as you are, you don't always think about it. But it's better for me because I know eventually I will be out of it. Yeah. And there's like no light. And if the... you live to be 80, you have a 50% chance of going back into the fog. Yeah. Imagine having to walk back into it. But now you can't just realize and fix it. It happens in moments where you have no control. Yeah. So... I don't know what's worse, though, losing your abilities mentally to understand or having complete control over your mental and, like, you remember everything, everybody, but your, like, physical health declines to the point where you can't do anything. That happens with dementia. Your body, your brain forgets how to use your body. No, no, no. Like, I don't really know how to explain this. But you're say that you're old, and your brain is good. But and your, your brain not. is completely perfect. But you're just super sick. I feel like. So my papa, and <laughs> welcome to Georgia, folks. My papa was in his 80s in Tennessee and married a woman at a nursing home because she was physically sound but not mentally, and he was mentally sound but not physically. So he would have her come over to his apartment. And, like, she would help him out around the house. She'd, like, get him out of his chair, and she'd button his shirt for him because he just his body didn't function the way it used to, but his brain did. Now, her, she was just walking around. I mean, she was – she didn't know where she was half the time, just being completely straight with you. She was a sweet lady. She was never unkind, at least not that I saw. She was very, very, very pleasant to be around, but she didn't know where she was. Yeah. I feel like it – must be worse to not to know what's going on and not be and able not to be do. able to do anything about it yeah i mean i'll give you that everyone that doesn't get dementia and manages to die of old age yeah gets to that point where you're mentally sound but physically not so much now the point of mental decline starts at about 60 years old according to a study done in australia um mm -hmm says that after the age of 60, we start going down a mental decline to the point where we no longer have the ability to retain or use information the way we did. So after 20 years, you're supposed to have something crazy, like a 40% decline in the ability to retain and use information. It's ridiculous. So by the age of 80 versus 60, it's a massive change. Yeah. Well, it seems like a massive difference in age. Like 20 years at 10 isn't that much right but 20 years at 65 is a lot my boss's grandmother <clears throat> i think she's 87 89 she's 89 um either that or she just turned 90 either way she's been retired since she was 65 i believe she's the moment you retire you have to make a decision to just do stuff or you're just going to go you're gonna down. You're going to die. Yeah. You can't just stop. Bodies are yeah. weird, man. Our design is kind of strange. And one day I hope to ask God about it. But uh, I don't want that to be today if I can <laughs> avoid it. Um, but she, she's she been retired longer than I've been aware that I'm alive. That's crazy. She's been retired for decades which, yeah. by the way, is not how Social Security was structured. People were only living to, like, 75. You were supposed to get 10 years on Social Security and then just die. 
Social Security's a scam, man. I, whatever. But back to dementia. <laughs> I have seen people walk into that fog and never come out. And it's odd because before they pass away, there's always these moments of absolute clarity. So it was my family, and we're standing around my grandfather after going to another family event. And we knew he didn't have long left because he recognized everyone in the room for the first time in years. He called us all by name. It was it was amazing, but it was heartbreaking because we knew it was coming. That's so... How do you think the personality... That's so strange. How do you think the personality and, and the consciousness walks out of the fog for moments at a time before they get lost again? I don't... I don't know. That's... It's terrifying. Yeah. I'm... I'm mortified because that you one can, day, because now it's genetic. All you can imagine is that they're in there somewhere, just confused. Yeah. Like, it, they're in there trying to get out, and then they figure it out, and then they get lost again. That's horrifying. And weird parts of their personality start to come out. Now, I don't remember my grandfather ever getting argumentative or rude and that's pretty common but my papa was a he was a gentle soul always was he was a good man he was a kind man but quite often you find that they and this is an odd one dementia patients tend to become aggressively sexual in the way they behave they'll get naked just to show you uh, seriously <laughs> i they, know they will make really lewd comments towards their caretakers be it family or not they don't know who it is it's effectively just your id taking over that part of your brain that scientists call your lizard brain yeah just takes over and says whatever it's incredible i don't know one day i'm i genuinely heartfelt all the way deep in my core hope that they find a cure for dementia because it is it's it's horrifying to watch yeah. someone go through it's it's heartbreaking but they're still physically well so it makes it Ish. very difficult i know but because you're going to have atrophy because eventually your brain forgets how to move your body yeah but you generally speaking yeah like early to mid stages, you're physically fine. Yeah. You know, if you get a fever, it advances it. While you're already going you through it? Yeah. If you have Alzheimer's or most types of dementia, if you have a fever or get any kind of serious sickness, it makes it worse. You advance and it's not reversible. It's it's permanent advancement. Yeah. So you got to keep Alzheimer's, payments, uh, Alzheimer's patients from getting sick. It's such a strange disease. That I feel like everyone is aware of, but we still don't know much. I think most people avoid it because it's pretty sad. It is sad. Like having to work with those patients is heartbreaking. really heartbreaking. Yeah. Because it's seriously like working with a toddler, but they're fully grown and it's really sad. They'll maintain their memories of one person. My papa knew who my grand was and he couldn't remember her name. He called her her. He said, where's her? Need her. Her. He loved her. Good grief, that man loved that woman. That's a, so sweet. It's amazing to watch oh. what they go through, and it's heartbreaking. Um, I was going to talk about the Uncanny Valley and how sometimes watching people go through something like dementia or Alzheimer's brings it to where they're physically there but not mentally, and that almost touches into the Uncanny Valley. But I think we'll save that for another day, so keep tuning in every week. First, <laughs> I'll tell you what the Uncanny Valley is. Maybe you'll be interested enough to come back. The Uncanny Valley is this odd graph where the closer you look to human the more comfortable we are to look at you until it gets to a certain point. So you got cartoons, we're comfortable looking at you. You got robots that are human form, but not covered in like skin or anything. We're comfortable looking at those. There's no discomfort. They start putting skin on them. We're still comfortable. It actually gets closer. And then they start making the faces move and the eyes move. And it's just a little too close or the, the CGI is just a little too perfect. And it's, it, you can't tell a hundred percent. Like, if it's hard enough to decipher if it's a real person that's just off or if it's fake, if you're having a hard time deciphering between those two things, I'm not interested and I don't want it. So that point where it gets too close and we become just aggressively uncomfortable is called the uncanny valley where the graph suddenly takes a dip and then 
right up there at the top where it actually looks like us. It looks human. We're suddenly the most comfortable we can be. It's bizarre. And there's a lot of theories as to why it exists. And one of them is that somewhere in the past of our species, there was something that looked like us, but we knew it wasn't us and we killed it off. And we have some sort of genetic memory that it's something we need to watch out for. That's one of the theories behind why that, that is Valley so exists. spooky, but I love it. Anyways, I love it. we're going to hit that another day <laughs> for today. Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us for a while. Uh, Brain Dead is always here for you. Again, shoot us an email if you have any requests or any questions you want us to talk about. We'll also respond to you privately if you ask for it. This has been Brain Dead, and I've been Sarah. And I was Joe. And that's not true. <laughs> have a great day. Oh, wait. Yes. This is the new year. Oh, happy new happy year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Woo. Woo. <laughs> so we'll see you next, next week. year. What? <laughs> Next year. This is for next week. It still won't be the new year. Oh, say that. We'll see you. We'll see you next, next year. year. <laughs> Bye, guys. Stay safe.